Oh, oh God, Joey's, Joey's quitting. quitting. Oh, God. Oh, dear. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, she, and, I, and I laugh. Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 16, Episode 3, The Galactic Keyhole. Wish it was the Galactic Keyblade when I was playing Kingdom Hearts, you know. Eat that shit up, you fucking cum loving Sora nerds over there. Hey, Sora, final DLC character in Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Nintendo Switch. Finally. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uncanceled. Uh, which is funny because technically that's a Disney game. There's it's a it's a it's basically did you you never played it but no. The the first two games, Wait, Smash Brothers, uh, no, or Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. The first two games came out in the early two thousands. Okay, okay. The third game, after literally like twelve portable and mobile phone weird fucking shit side sequels, Kingdom Hearts three came out in twenty nineteen after literally like a sixteen year break. Yeah. <laughs> I would always uh, see the toys at various very Comic-Con popular collection yes. uh, collectible things. And, it was like and, and I and I remember playing the third game because I was like, well, I used to like this series and I guess I kinda should finish it and it was awful. Rough. They went to like the because it's all about going to the different Disney worlds and then but then mixing this weird Final Fantasy esque sci fi Yeah, the little blonde steampunky weird yeah. yeah. So you got Donald and Goofy following you around and right, doing right, shit yeah. and whatever. Well, but, they're back, they're cranking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh welcome back to uh Probing Ancient Aliens, a classic Monday night record. Uh Steve's armpit has unswollen itself. No, and... no, no, my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's armpit's unswollen itself. He is now... To a safe level. Yes. Uh, he is now uh, armpit... Now it's Hodgkin's uh, lymphoma, not non-Hodgkin's. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, which isn't that what Charlie had on Party of Five? I think that is what and it was. And there's always yeah. the joke, because I think it was like Seinfeld or something. I was like, is it the non right. that's good or the, the hot? Like, you want non-Hodgkin's right. or not? You want Hodgkin's? Like, <sighs> Makes me want Indian food, huh? Non hashi, <laughs> non hashi, no. yeah. non gonna be good for you. We uh, yeah, we had to skip last week. Um, I told the patrons on Patreon they were very none of everyone was, which I knew they would be, but right. they were just like, hey, we'll just be more excited for okay. next week. I think Patrick Matthews more, is one of them. So thank you for up. thank you for understanding. Um, I mean, I was literally here at the desk, hard as fuck, and then Steve right. texts me, hey. He texted me six hours before we were going to record, so right, right. I was but just sitting here delay. edging the whole yeah, exactly. piece. Exactly. Maybe he's going to text back. Maybe yeah. he's going to be he's feeling better. I'm feeling better. God, how am I going to plan my fucking night? Uh, I love not knowing. Um, but uh, yeah, you were you had like a a cold lymph node thing for yeah. like a week and a half. It seems like. Uh yeah, it started on like a Thursday. No shoulder what, lymph yeah. node. <laughs> uh yeah, Thursday was when yeah my armpit started feeling sore but i thought it was from softball right and then like a day or two later it started swelling up i'm like this is weird yeah. and then sunday because i was out late at a metal show saturday night mm-hmm. so then sunday up early did stuff so i just thought oh i'm tired from was that, that with dusty tweet hope where he was uh arc tig welding see for you was doing a metal show yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah he was doing live performances uh, right. got a little dangerous some some sparks were coming yeah. off the stage i mean some people but... were 
had the balls to take off their fucking masks and sunglasses. Exactly. Welding masks, not right, COVID right, masks. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. COVID masks below. Right. Yeah, yeah. And showed their balls. It was <laughs> wild. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, well, it's <laughs> COVID mask below an erotic journey. <laughs> Yum lunch. Uh, well, without getting too much in how you doing, but, uh, yeah. that metal show is really interesting because it was actually a lot of North American bands in Central America uh-huh. and they're all taking the vibe of old school, crusty black metal from the early nineties. Okay. Right. And then that whole vibe... Black metal meaning like Nordic European... Right. The, like yeah. literal scenes called black metal. Yes. Like the type of music's black metal. Right. African American metal, please. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the corpse painting, like... Yeah, yeah. Like no... But no synthesizers and stuff. But right, just right. That, that, that like instruments, super crusty voice, yeah. whatever, right? And the whole theme of that, mm-hmm. right, was to embrace their Nordic roots, right. drive Christianity out of the country, right. and gain back their Nordic... Ring, yeah. right christianity brought the beat to norway exactly. and then they like the jersey shore cast they beat the beat back exactly with out of the country. torches and burning the, yes. the the churches not just uh twerking and smacking the dance floor exactly exactly right. so um in north america there's a resurgence because mm-hmm. people like want that crusty black metal sound because that's mm-hmm. evolved over time into cleaner and all these things okay so they're actually taking that same vibe mm-hmm. and applying it to their own culture. So oh. there's a band from Hawaii, mm. and it's like all war songs about kill, you know fighting, right? Because you right, want right. to get your land back, uh, and it has like the old warrior kind of like uh, stylings and look in the graphics. And then there's a lot of ones from Mexico. So yeah, in North America, so there's like the the headliner was pan uh, pan American or. Pan American, god damn it, something front. Airlines, right? Yeah, exactly. Pan Am. Um, give me one second. Now I'm just totally blanking. It's Pan American. <laughs> Pan. Uh, Suncoast Geek now, formerly Pan Suncoast American Geek. Native Front. Oh, okay. So it's like Native Americans in art, like Panf. In their. Uh, in their war paint and fighting the white man, right? Uh, and fighting yeah. the, the settlers. To yeah. get so a lot back. of anti-imperialism spreading into yeah. other cultures than the classic Nordic black metal culture. So adopting right. well, style of, yeah, to take, tell their own anti-imperialist stories. Exactly. Got it. To drive them out. So, and there's another band that... Real uh, quick, I was laughing because Suncoast Geek said, why don't you guys film in that old place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's Greta? Uh, you go, fuck yourself, Scott. <laughs> I'll use a real name. We didn't get on fucking... Uh... Yeah, now we can tell it. We we interviewed for Legends of the Hidden Temple. We oh, that's right. On. We got video interviews. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that they, sucks. they filmed, but we didn't make it. Oh, anyways. that sucks. Um, but yeah, that Pan American Front. So one, one band at one point, back. they were playing the... The pan flute, one band. Okay. Because yeah, <laughs> and then he had a conch oh. and like all kinds of goofy stuff. But then they had like the the Native American like war paint wow. on instead of like black metal white yeah, yeah. paint. So it was pretty cool. Interesting. It was a good show. Hmm. That's like a. It makes total sense in the zeitgeist of Western culture having to come to terms with its own imperialist yeah. past right, and sometimes right, right. genocidal past. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it makes sense that. Born from social media and and more information and knowledge sharing about these yeah. cultures that were subdued and the actual facts behind them, uh, by actual professor actual factual from exactly. the Baron Steinberg, yeah, yeah, professor um, X, <laughs> but uh, uh, who told oh. who had to tell Papa Bear that uh, it was it was the Baron Bears um, 
fight pollution or something like that. An actual factual told Papa Bear, who was being very conservative. He's like, look at this beautiful sunset. It's all pink and orange. What? I just love coming out here and looking at this sunset for you know, an hour or whatever. And he's like, actually, because actual factual, right? He's like, actually, that's due to all of the smog and pollution in the air. Those chemicals are making those artificial pink colors and things like that. Exactly. Anyway. Um, but yeah, here's like one of their art covers where it's like Native American guy like. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, blasting someone. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, God, what was it? Okay, here it is. Uh, I think this is it. Yeah. Gathering. So, and then another band was there was. Oh, Big John's back. Uh, and he resubscribed uh, with Twitch Prime. Thank you. Over at twitch.tv slash probing. It changed, but it was like Yachtol something. Uh-huh. So it was like, um, what the fudge was it? Yachtol. But it was like um, the Aztec stuff. So it was like the Aztec oh, god. Cool. Like, um, Quetzalcoatl. That type of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where the fudge? <laughs> I mean, that type of deal. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever shit. God, where'd it go? It's fine. I fucking clap for their little show, okay? <laughs> gang, gang. Put on, went to Santa Poco. You're just there. Put on like arms folded. Calm yeah. <laughs> down. You oh, brought yeah. a shirt that said Snowflake, and you just kept pointing right. to it and pointing to the <laughs> band. Yeah, it's like Yatol Mikan or something like that. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's got the classic... Uh, Quetzalcoatl slash what the fuck's his right. other name? Uh, the flying, so the wing serpent. Right, uh, right, right. Which they mentioned on the fucking show a billion times, and now of course I've forgotten yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. So again, taking their kind of like cultural yeah. uh, heritage. That's really there. interesting. So yeah, it was um, a, quite a fun thing. And the point being, you gave everyone else your disgusting lymph nodes, exactly. your armpit <laughs> swelling disease, my swole, yes. swole lymph node. I I do also on a side note. Mm-hmm. Too bad we didn't buy these. Um, BarkBox was... <laughs> Redhead lovers, they put an Aztec curse on Steve's armpit. <laughs> they did. Uh, BarkBox is running an ad group oh saying, sorry God. for putting this out. Oh, my God. And it was God. a clown thing, and it was supposed to be zipped up, and but then it looks mask. like a gimp <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's supposed to be the clown zipped <laughs> shut, and oh they, like, God. didn't realize, so I guess they had all these <laughs> complaints... So so now now they're running an ad that literally says we're sorry and oh. it's all this stuff. It's like just shut up <laughs> just, about just it. Take just it down. Everyone will no, forget. Everyone wants the gift uh, mask right. too because yeah, I'm exactly. getting targeted on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they sold a lot of those things. Well, I'm sure they could sell <laughs> even more now. Because uh, everyone's like, the dogs don't care. It's not right. like because like, oh, it's offensive to kids and stuff. Like, no, we're <laughs> yeah, giving it to fucking it's offensive dogs. to leather gimps. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and their daddies <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I saw that some spam thing. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, I can delete these. Of course, we are streaming live like we do every Monday night uh, around seven to eight p.m. Pacific time out here on the Elite West Coast, uh, where only us elitists live. But we're at Twitch.tv/probingAncientAliens. Big John, also a patron from patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, he just uh, subscribed to our channel with his Twitch Prime membership, which you can link in your Amazon Prime membership because Jeff Bezos of Amazon owns Twitch as well. Uh, and it's free, so it gives us a little free money and costs you cost you nothing extra than your Amazon Prime membership. So uh, It is annoying, though, because as... My wife, everyone still says that it's still a huge pain in the ass to f- to actually go into your Amazon Prime settings and do that, which is annoying. But uh, we appreciate those people that do it for us. You can go to the aforementioned patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens for two extra podcasts every single month. We threw one up last week because Steve was gone. We did the Zach Bagans documentary, uh, quote unquote, uh, Demon House. 
uh, our little our little contribution to Discovery Plus's hashtag Ghosttober this month, but uh, <laughs> didn't really help because we always get about uh, I don't know thirty percent less downloads on the on our feed for adventurous ghost stuff mm-hmm. for the most part. Okay. Um, I was going to talk to you before the show because I think you'll be fine with this, but we can probably announce, and I, we kind of mentioned it two weeks ago, but our hiatus show for when probing for when ancient aliens is on hiatus in 14 weeks. I counted the episodes right. today on Amazon prime. Uh, we're going to catch up. I think there's one or two more of this season. So maybe it's going to be January or something, but yeah. Uh, switching over to, and again, we thanked, Matthew LaChapelle, another patron and fan. Which Bobaney says he's time. been speaking like Zach since. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's very fun. Again, and you can, be, you can be early Zach and be all crazy or whatever. Right, right. Or you can be the Zach from the last 10 years, you know, five years, yeah. which is, again, post-Demon House Zach, where he was brutally attacked, his eyes crossed forever, kind of like right. Ruby Sue in the Vacation series, the National yeah, Poons yeah, Vacation yeah, series. Yeah. But uh, a donkey or someone kicked her in the head again, and they went back right, right, uh, right, on cross right. But, uh, But he has double vision forever. It's why he wears those prismatic glasses. And he was traumatized in 2014 by that demon house. And he's become more brooding and sexy ever since. But uh, And I think Bobani probably is, too, when he starts talking like Right. Um, it's wild. Mrs. Bobani is like, oh, my God, it's like a second husband. It's so great. It's um, so erotic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, the the we're trying to think of what... What show do we replace probing ancient aliens with right. during there? And we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the the winner and and again the most the most already successful the analytics that we got the big we, we have screen you can't see it, we have huge screens yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. ticker tape of, things exactly. and whatever with all the listens well, and downloads. Well, there's a, uh, a thing with glass over and it shoots out paper. Yes, and exactly. We go and we pull and read that. That's the ticker tape. Thing. Exactly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but, we uh, literally have. Right. <laughs> Uh, no, this is sticker tape. It's yeah, got my yeah. Ninja Turtle stickers on it. Quipper dipper. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I have a fake one for Steve. It just says, Steve, you're a good boy over and over again. And right, he really, right. so Because I don't want him dealing with the analytics for the real show. So right, right. Uh, he just fucks up the machine and clogs it with his drool. Uh, and his um, armpit leakage. Exactly. <laughs> his lymph node yeah, leakage. We, yeah, we have a drain set up permanently. <laughs> and if, the, if it's yellow, that is well, a call certain it a port. sign. Ugh, yeah. yeah. I got a port installed. Yeah, and it just as it you know as it turns to green, that's when the money is right. coming in. So we know we're on the right on yes. the right track. Big in South Korea on eBay, uh, the green pus. But exactly. um, <laughs> the green pus. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I think that show is going to be us doing the probing ancient aliens format, but for the secret of Skinwalker Ranch. Um, and it sounds because all of those so. It's literally the opposite. Whenever we have, I think we've had three episodes with the phrase Skinwalker Ranch in the title because mm-hmm. we've had one Patreon peak and then I think there's been two episodes uh, about, I don't know, there's two or three. There's enough, yeah. And it'll bite us some time for a little bit. The Skinwalker Ranch episodes get 30% more downloads than a standard episode of Probing Ancient Aliens. Right, and so, right, right. But, but I didn't want to do just by that, but Matthew LaChapelle, I was talking to him on Instagram and uh, and he said he made a good point. He's like, it is the most natural progression because it's right. still a History Channel show. It's like a it's like a fucking spinoff of of with Trav- Travis Taylor, who is yeah one of our favorites, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably literal. Well, not even probably the most intelligent ancient astronaut theorist, and right. probably wouldn't even call himself decorated. that. But exactly, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, he'll let you borrow a doctorate if you need to. Yeah, because um, he got two. 
but uh but no that show is that that cast of characters is they have they have big or small personalities which makes them weird and interesting yeah, yeah. uh most of them are varying levels of western accent you know whatever yeah, but they got yeah. dragon on there um who is very much like my sister's ex-husband yes in both appearance and attitude and belligerence but um i just don't want to mess with the dirt man right <laughs> okay uh but I think it should line up because there's only 20 episodes of Secret of Skinwalker Ranch so far. Time, so. It's two seasons, and that should loft us over to the to the mid season break for Ancient Aliens. Yeah. So, but Banny also says Oak Island because that one dickhead actually shows up here too. And that's and that's what we were saying is that show never now Skinwalker Ranch doesn't really pay off each episode either, except that they do gather data each episode of some kind. Yeah. Well, it's very entertaining though. Where the yeah. Oak Island, I do feel yeah. like. The ones I've watched, like it's just kind of the the yeah. same thing. It's over two middle aged guys in a bunch of water. Right, right, right. So, um, I can go to Philly for that. Okay, okay. <laughs> and get it sorted. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, oh crazy Macamoms here. I feel like we haven't I said seen that her. earlier. Oh, you didn't. Yes. Well, I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. No, I, we have not. And because yeah, she yeah, yeah. she actually was like uh, when West Coast Geek was asking why we weren't filming mm-hmm. with Ding Dong Fundy. Ding Dong Bundy, sorry, our again, our right, Facebook right, thread right, is Ding right. Dong Fundy, but uh, she was like Patreon. They said they announced that they moved, you know, yeah, a while right, ago. Right, so right. she's on it. There we um, go. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the Oak Islands, kind of whatever. Right now, the other one that we could also look into uh, is hunting for Bigfoot, mm-hmm. where it's uh, the guy that looks like Brad. Yes. Um, because that show does have just a lot of goofy, right. odd. Shit That's been on a long too. time. Right? Exactly. There's yeah, a yeah. shitload of those up. Because there's like a new Bigfoot show, but it's more. It's like people like it more, but it's because it's more serious and less goofy, which right, isn't right, great right. for our show. But, um, but I wanted to ask you too. I, we we didn't really. Just, is that okay with you if we do? The yeah, I mean, we could do that yeah. until we figure out more, right? Because it's gonna again only gonna be so long. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, yeah, th- it'll be like these little limited run series because. Secret of Skinwalker Ranch is not going to be back on the air until probably the end of 2022, or or maybe it's going to be one with spring. But as of right now, I think there was nine months in between the first two seasons, so right, right, right. Uh, quite a while. So, right. Uh, Bobani says that Travis Taylor is a real straight shooter, so he will keep everything on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want Travis to tell, tell Dragon he's an idiot and smack him <laughs> in the back of the head. Says crazy come on, uh, yeah, because they're well. We'll save it for the show, but sure. yeah, basically they make dragon. Dragon like at one point goes, "What am I, an idiot? Because yes. I don't have a degree." Right. You- <laughs> no, you're an idiot because you're talking about nonsense and n- right. not realizing how testing and science works. Yes, uh, yeah, it's him and his uh, buff hunky security guys with automatic weapons, right? And UTVs, <laughs> right? It's like you guys are in the middle of an open field. You can't fucking see if people are. You need these fucking right, guns right, like, right, right. all the time. And it's and it just seems like he's always just babysitting the scientists. He's not actually being security for right, right, right. the ranch. Well, there's a right. helicopter flying over. I don't. Right. We didn't clear that. Well, yeah. go deal with it. Go shoot a rocket at. Oh, it that's just my pilot David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my pilot David. Ooh, blue ball on the fans again. Yeah, not going is. into the <laughs> helicopter pilot uh, bit that everyone not wants. Quite yet. We'll we'll wait because there will be some helicopters. Series finale. There, maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> season or series, not season. So when exactly. this, it's all yes, done, it's all over. Um, when we're not, all scraped and closed. Not when Ancient Aliens is when we both have a, our sui- fulfill our suicide pact. Yeah. Um, the perfect moment. Yes. Um, yeah, we uh, we would like to ask 
you ladies and gentlemen out there to please, as I think four people did in the past two weeks, which is great, uh, to to be good little prolapster, prolapstronauts. <laughs> hey, I'm a prolapster. <laughs> prolapstronauts out there. I'm an amlapster. <laughs> <laughs> and reach for the stars with us. Go to your favorite podcatcher that has the ability to leave star reviews or some sort of rating. Give us the highest rating and review us in the comments of that rating. And we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out. We have, like I said, a few. Uh, one or two of these I can't remember if we read two weeks ago. So sorry if I repeat this. But this is from Anedgo from Apple Podcasts, the United States. Five stars. Best insight into ancient aliens. Laser focus insight on each episode with zero wandering into any other topics. He's totally right. Uh, from minute one, it's only about ancient aliens until the last minute when they wrap the episode up in a very respectful way to the show host and their families. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm always thinking about Sukulos' yeah. brother, you know, what he, what's he doing? He's uh, just a nice man. <laughs> Paul Sukulos. Mm. <laughs> um, each show is like a master class in professionalism. Seriously, a very hilarious uh, look at each episode with a couple of guys that don't take themselves too seriously. They joke a lot, but also provide a great balance with serious analysis of each episode. The first 30 or 40 minutes is the best part of the show. See, this guy's a real fan. Oh, or girl, I don't know. Uh, where they just catch up the listeners on their lives before jumping into an equal amount of ancient aliens impressions and of hosts and plot analysis. If you have a good sense of humor and aren't easily offended, jump in and enjoy. Thank you, Annette Go for getting it. Uh, number one fan, Bo Bandy, left another one. And also, Bo Bandy, you might have already seen this, but your review from a few weeks ago where you were yelling at the other super fans for not leaving enough five-star reviews, got deleted by Apple Podcasts. (laughs) Uh, So we left another one. Five stars as always. Last week I got on the old soapbox to motivate all the probers. Let's fit in parentheses. Let's face it. Only pro bets are family. Uh, The only pro bets are family. To start leaving five-star reviews. I almost forgot to leave my own this week. So here it is. Good podcast. Good host. Listen, like, support. Thank you, Bo Bandy. Uh, And then um, Jun 3 Your Junior. Oh, I get it. It's J-U-N, the number three, and the word Y-O-U-R. Right. <laughs> uh, Junior wrote uh, hilariously addictive five stars on Apple Podcasts and said, I love waking up and putting on your podcast. Are you guys drinking while recording? Jesse from Chicago. Little butthole. Yeah. Topo Chico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and then this is the one I also couldn't remember. Well, only two beers a night. That way you aren't just overindulging, you know. It's, it's about proof. It's, it's proof. about mindful drinking, not yeah. just binging or not exactly. binging. You know? yeah. uh, love for my beautiful boys. For, oh, sorry. This is Galactic Daddy Wannabe. I think we read this one. Give it to him again. Love for my beautiful boys. Five stars. Simply can't get enough. This show is fabulous in all caps. Every Monday, I start to prolapse in anticipation of hearing the next episode. Keep me and the show oh. up. <laughs> well, um, Crazy McCommon says, hey, did I have a sex change and no one oh. told me? Were you one of those five stars that Joey just said? Maybe maybe Crazy McCommon was Anedgo or Junior. I don't right, because one of them, you're like, he or she. I think Anedgo, because Crazy McCommon has pretty good grammar, linguistical skills as mm-hmm. she types, and that one was very well written. So yeah, that's you. my guess. Uh, I put my money and my semen yeah, where my, on that bet. Where my mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All my bets are placed in your mouth. Exactly. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, place your bet, boy. <laughs> Time to put the uh, the old money maker to use here. Uh, <laughs> I make money. Well, will work for come. No, just someone said not pro bet. Oh, oh, that does make sense. Yeah, Boban. You don't have to bring that up with Bobandi, okay? okay? He determines who's in the fans. We have a small but dedicated female audience. Tight female family. identifying. 
right. audience. Mask or femme? That's what people See. want to say now. Oh, I'm attracted to mask people. Yeah. I got <laughs> Um, yeah, gonna love me. <laughs> thank you for all uh, uh, your review, five star review support, everyone. It helps us, as as everyone knows, it helps us get. As nobody knows how the fuck any of the algorithms work on Apple Podcasts or any of the yeah. podcatchers, uh, we do know that at least when we get reviews, we do get an uptick right. in being found by people. So. Exactly. Um, but uh, nothing. Well, there is some news to talk about, and talk about that talk about. is that. It's it's strange, like in a, in a world where David Wilcock exists and would never ever want to publicize his who literally has built his business around a an IP address dynamic changing uh, email blast service of some kind to send and promote his website, his light being seminar, his con- quantum consciousness stuff, whatever, yeah, uh, and his YouTube videos and everything where he brags about having experts and insiders and whatever from the government, from this, from the future, from whatever. All of it is being very secretive to then now, uh, I've sent Steve a couple screenshots, but uh, he has his new event called The Disclosure right? that he literally is placing ads on Facebook with exactly. and Instagram yeah. too. Yeah. So he had a photo shoot, very photoshopped pictures yeah. as well. <laughs> very photoshoppable. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Too. Yeah, it's blank background with him going like looking hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like something out of Nathan for you. Like yes. I'm going to purposely pose like this so then you don't right. do the very obvious thing. Uh and literally like the caption was like what does this make you think of? Like just right, that right, looking right, at him doing right, that right. whatever. But yeah, I don't he know, a giant load about to hit you. He, uh, it just is. It's he just gets more and more disgusting. We have a new patron. Uh, their name is Danny D A N I. So I'm not, again, not sure if that's a pro pro bad or prober, but uh, the, and they are very animated on our comments, which I love because I can tell they're going through and and, and listening to old right. uh, episodes and coming. So and much vit- <laughs> yes. so much vitriol for the contact in the desert. David and Elizabeth oh, right, Wilcock right, right, right. Um, seminar, whatever you know. Fucking Wait, me. Panel. That's me. Oh, is that you? Oh, okay. Then I won't say your last name, Crazy McCombs. There we go. Thank you. Uh, but because uh, yeah, we I mean we get we get comments, <laughs> but I love the vitriol yeah. that Crazy McCombs is spewing on yeah, there because it made the me heat laugh out loud. They're bringing. Um, but but uh, <laughs> Bobani also says he would like to include a Matt update each week. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> I'll try and get uh, one. Uh, latest. He now refers to the pain that was in his arm that he would always specifically say, no, armpit, mm-hmm. no, my my pec, my this, yes. that, that we would my say shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. So now I was like, oh, I have a pain there. He's like, like you, Matt. And he's like, no, it was more in my shoulder. Uh-huh. It's like, you yes. fucking Every single idiot. time we disc golfed, and then Steve got it even more because, A, he lives with them and played softball with them. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, your shoulder's sore yes. again. No, it's not my shoulder. It's under here. It's oh, under and he, all these he loved to play up the athletic injury yeah, thing yeah, he was always yeah. mm, rubbing that thing and right, fucking right, right. you know Get the fucking, uh, getting his rotator cuff stretched out going yeah. in there yeah. <laughs> uh oh the theragun theragun yeah blanked on it <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> but uh but anyways yeah no no uh uh the vitriol that crazy yeah. come up seen on there is is totally it he wilcock just keeps validating that response right. over and over and uh, so, again, going against his got to play it safe. I can't let the algorithm get, you know, like, blah, blah. Right, right. They're going to fucking 
come to my house and I'm going to dox myself and all this bullshit. And now, now he's just, I think because probably, I mean, who knows? There are, when you look at his Twitter feed or the comments on his website or whatever, he, he is accomplishing his goal of at least like a chunk of thousands of people thinking that he is the fucking greatest Real deal. cult yeah. leaders in sliced bread. And then other people are like, uh, trying to call him out, but also not mean enough. They're literally like, you know, the last thing that you predicted didn't come true, but I guess I'll have to buy this to find it. And it's like, no, stop yeah, supporting yeah, stop him. That. Yeah, yeah. That's not how this <laughs> you works. You don't have to support David Wilcock, but, yeah. uh, but he is literally promising in this, cause he's got fucking video ads and the, a new microsite up and all this shit. Yeah. And this thing is supposed to be about, Mixing what I have mentioned it before, his whole insane rant about how he thinks that 2021 right now is a time loop closure from when the Archangel Michael traveled back from 2021 to tell 1999 David Wilcock in a vision slash dream that in the future, everything's going to be so amazing. There's going to be a big, crazy, sad thing that happens, which he says is COVID or whatever. Right. And then everything after that is going to be enlightenment. And there's literally, we're going to find out limitless source of free energy that's already all around us and how we can tap into that. Okay. And the insider that he has coming on the disclosure event. Right. uh, Is the one who has been working on this limitless energy for the government, apparently, for decades. Uh, So... And 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 of course you have to pay. I think it was almost four hundred bucks um, for for a yeah, ticket. Yeah. Um, and it's a six week event slash course where I'm just right. like, which I'm like, what a great way to keep getting traffic to your site and things like that too, David. But yeah. uh, for him to have a Zuckerberg approved Facebook ad campaign, it's just I never thought I'd see the day because for years now. Everything is about not doxing himself and yeah, fucking whatever, right? Every like everything just goes to my junk folder that he sends. I have to yeah, keep yeah. putting it's him on my safe senders list because yeah, it's a yeah, different, yeah, different yeah. Uh, IP address. Andy says, "Too bad his vision wasn't a bunch of headlights and <laughs> from a truck." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but it's also disgusting too because now he even has different ads running for the end of the ad campaign. Where now right. literally it keeps. I keep getting it sometimes two or three times looking at my feed. Uh, that says the portal is closing and it's like, get your tickets. And it's like, if you were going to reveal an insider that was bringing limitless free energy to the world, right? How disgusting does that make you that you're charging for that? You would be an ultra billionaire regardless if that was the case, right? You would never have to pay for anything because you brought the guy and introduced him to the world that, that, will end all wars, all starvation, all like bring yeah, world yeah. peace. The whole but for but you got to get your 400 bucks ahead. Right. to be revealed this fucking I'm what I'm sure a guy who has wet curly porn doctor hair just like Corey Good. Yeah. They can't avoid it. They can't just have a normal haircut. They can't go to supercuts once in a while or whatever. Uh or like Steve, who doesn't believe in haircuts, but he lets exactly. his grow right. and styles it in a normal way. Exactly. <laughs> you just rip, rip it back, baby. I mean, with the right outfit and the right shaving of your beard, not your mustache. You could have porn doctor status. Right. But your energy is too sane and intelligent for that. Right, right, right. So right. It'd have to be played up as a character. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I could. Now, I did. Fun fact. Fun bag fact. Right. Because uh, I got some fun bags down here. There we go. Huge criticism for my uh, flex to wear gray sweatshorts here. Mm. 
I did not wear underwear last week or two weeks ago on the stream, and I was called out for it. So right, right. I had to. I put on. I put on my boxer briefs today. There you go. In my well, it's junk a different is, angle of shot here. True. Too. Yeah. My junk is up well, in my your trunk. Bottles blocking it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it, like I am. I am. I have never seen so little of David Wilcock after he left Ancient Aliens for the past right. like year or two, and and you know contact or whatever. And then now I've never seen fucking more of him in my right, life. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, especially again, like you always say, like he cut ties with Gaia, you yeah. know, because he thinks that fucking Satan. It's like, wow, what a what a fucking uh, huge cover up for just simply having a borderline personality disorder where you test every relationship that you have, work, romantic or otherwise, until they fail you again. Like Ancient Aliens was was paying his fucking bills, I'm sure. Yeah. Only appearance anyone ever gave a shit about, and then. Well, they had John Podesta who organized the Pizzagate thing for Hillary. I won't be on that fucking show ever again. And it's like, oh, Gaia, they want the rights to my content. Uh, The guy that runs Gaia is in league with Satanists. And it's just like, okay, okay, man, like whatever you fucking want. But um, anyway, I'd be fascinated. I think that Elizabeth Wilcock is a paid character in his life. I do not think that they got I mean, like, I think he would go to those lengths to have... The wedding and all that crazy shit too. Anyway, yeah, uh, I am yeah. not gay. <laughs> as much as everyone says I'm homosexual, over and over yeah. again, and I put my money where my mouth is, <laughs> and that guy's come. I uh, will work for come, but I do not ingest it. Okay? <laughs> it did, is butt funneled yeah. directly from the source, farm to table. I uh, inha- didn't inhale the. <laughs> I'm picturing Wilcock doing a yeah. Clinton impression. <laughs> like, kept I, I, I didn't inhale. <laughs> Steven Tyler says, my Clinton impression yeah. is the best he's ever seen. Yeah, while blowing him. <laughs> I didn't inhale. Now yours is yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't inhale. Like a weak oh, little Clinton yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, his... Uh, and that creep Greer is now the guy a big swinging dick. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah Greer, guy, Greer. Dr. Greer took yeah, Wilcox's fucking, fucking place. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, that was another guy, like, we hated his special that we watched, but we didn't know, was, until we and watched seen that. seen another special of his that I right, still can't right, remember, right. but it was just, like, equating himself to, like, Nazi Germany getting killed and, like, right, right. Being using these, and all like, that. very aggressive yeah. things and visuals yeah. to get his point across, which were way over the top. Playing the disgusting. victim, again, weeping in his fucking special that we, it was like, yeah, oh, God, yeah, such a yeah. fucking nightmare. Um, but yeah, I did not realize how... The paranormal, the like meditation community, like like every community hates that guy. It's not yeah, just like yeah, alien yeah, people yeah. or whatever, too. But um, anyway, that was the biggest news is uh, Wilcox the disclosure. Part of me, I told Steve, I was like, God, if it weren't so fuck, if it was like a hundred or hundred fifty bucks, like I I would you or and also if it was not six weeks long, if right, it was right, just right. like access to a four hour video, we would probably have paid for it with our Patreon money, right. And just reviewed it or something, or, or done, done a fucking live thing. stream. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, done a, a watch along, a watch yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm like, I, I don't even know. It's gonna be one of those things where we get in. And it's like, what? Like we have to show up on this thing. I bet you the live stream has a fucking masked IP address or URL or yeah, something. Yeah. Fucking nightmarish. But um, anyway, but it's crazy. I mean, I'll be very interested if over the next couple weeks, when it's supposed to be happening, or the next six weeks, right? The world doesn't fucking just crack open totally and everything and everything yeah. changes because of david wilcock right, and it, right, right. and again i'm gonna love 
to hear why it didn't happen right. in six months when none of it happens. It'll be fascinating to hear his excuses because he always has right. them. He just always backpedals. Right. Um, very tough skill. Only unicyclists usually can See. do that See. backpedaling. But uh, yeah. Uh, I think that Crazy McCaw Mom, who, forgive me, Crazy McCaw, I can't remember if you were on our Patreon a long time ago and came back or if you're new, new to Patreon, right. but you are the newest patron. Patron on Patreon. Yes. Uh, and so Crazy McCaw is asking, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, Joey? Right. Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, getting over, obviously, the cold stuff. Uh, I had an armpit yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Had a swole pit, you know. I uh, got up to about a baseball size, but, you know. Swole pit was an down. old gay bar I used exactly. to hang out <laughs> The swole pit. If we can see it here. It got, oh, careful. My Twitch is going to ban you. Exactly. Show <laughs> Too them. sexy. Yeah, it's <laughs> Ooh, you've got those lumpy armpits we all love so much. Um, you can't activate that bear community. Exactly. It's quite nice. Uh, They're too hard. <laughs> but yeah, now Jess has a little bit of sickness. And then also yeah. she got her credit card hacked today. So oh, that shit. was not uh, a fun Your fiance. Time exactly. Yes. Um, so, but I think they got in maybe through a Google keychain. Oh, okay. Uh, and like started getting into accounts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. done with that today. But outside of that, doing good. Um, yeah, someone tried to tow my van in the neighborhood already, yeah. so yeah, that's you're, cool. You're learning the Snoopy neighbor life. Yeah, Snoopy neighbor. Uh, Charles Schultz. I was, uh, Char- yeah. Charlie, yeah. Lucy, Chard. Linus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all those all those folks. Yeah, because she was walking by and I was... <laughs> the cashews. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> favorite <laughs> comments. <laughs> the Brazilian fingers or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, no. Pivot? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was out in the garage organizing stuff. Oh. Uh, I'll talk about my Halloween decoration too, but okay. um, <laughs> yeah, she was just like, "Oh, hey, an elderly person. neighbor, correct? Yeah, 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 she's they've lived there since like eighty, like thirty five years. Oh, so wow. far too long." Um, <laughs> And she was like, yeah, do you know whose van that is? I'm like, yeah, that's mine. She's like, oh, well, someone called me about it and was asking because it looked abandoned. So yeah. they were going to tow it. But I, I told him no. I told yeah. him no. It probably was fine. Yeah. It's probably fine. So I'll, I'll make sure to tell them it's fine. I'm like, OK, yeah. thanks. Uh, because it clearly is Dumb mine. Bitch. It's right in front of my fucking house. <laughs> right. Who was talking to you and not me right. about this house? So um, second, <laughs> second story in about a month. Having to do with your van. <laughs> right. And pro- possibly you. Yeah, abandoning and hobloness. <laughs> exactly. And, well, because I'm like, good luck towing it. A month ago, I tried to pay someone right. to tow it, and they told me to fuck off exactly. after two hours. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have some Halloween decorations up front. Nice. She was bummed because I, um, on the garage door, mm-hmm. I went for the. Um, like on the outside of the garage door when outside it's closed. Outside the garage door. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went for that, like, Walking Dead kind of motif, right? Like. <laughs> dead inside <laughs> don't go in um so in in blood i wrote rapists inside get fucked uh, <laughs> now some people in the neighborhood yeah. like you know they really appreciate yeah. creativity right. around the holidays but this might be a little much <laughs> yeah and uh she didn't get it as a play, like, get fucked like you could, or as, like, you right. know, person. Or, or if you go inside, you might get fucked. Exactly. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the other day. Can you imagine someone putting that? Rape it. <laughs> get fucked. 
and you <laughs> Photoshop it in in the meme of the Walking Dead show, and then the next right, the, right. the panel is uh, some other scene where uh, what's his face is going. Uh, Rick is like right. running into the door or something yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of running away. Blast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kramer uh, style coming in the yeah. door, <laughs> coming in the door. Uh, but no, we did put up regular Halloween nice. decorations yeah. with some weapons and things. So. Some vamp uh, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Vamp stuff. So, you know, a hanging guy who has his own right. head in his hand. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, we were watching the, I think it's episode four now, of the the Haunted Museum Eli Roth, Zach Bagan show on Discovery Plus. Mm. Uh, the, the fictionalized. The fictionalized... He calls it a movie, but it's like a, they're they're weird, like thirty six minute episodes with no oh, commercials. Okay. But uh, he calls it a movie, but it's fictionalized histories of the cursed object that he eventually bought oh, and we right. saw in the museum. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, they just it's based and how I described it is it's Are You Afraid of the Dark from right, from right, old right, Snick right. Nickelodeon days, but rated R adult. Yeah, um, yeah. and so this latest episode. Was about, and I was dying because I don't, I didn't even think like, oh, looks it's familiar. On Discovery, Discovery Plus, yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Because I, I have your login in the. TV it's literally just called like the things. Haunted Museum. Okay. So I don't think. Well, yeah. The, so we have the Amazon channel Discovery Plus. You have to have the same Amazon login. Which is annoying. Oh, because I logged into your Amazon Plus to watch. Okay, so if you're yes. Discovery Plus so yes, to watch, as long as you're watching it through uh, our Amazon Prime account, then well, you can it's watch. Not it. even your Prime account. Well, because I watched Sarah's, Ghost whatever. Adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through that, because that's Sarah. Whatever which is, the login. She's was. she's the one which is like our main account. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, and so I, I logged into Discovery Plus that way, just not right. I'm just saying, Amazon don't thing. try like on a Fire Stick or somewhere else where Discovery Plus is its own thing. That's where I watched it. So, well, because that's Amazon, then I guess it was. So I was going to, so everyone else that has PlayStation or any, or a smart TV, they're like, your login doesn't work. Oh, I'm on, because I'm on a Fire Stick. Good. Okay. That makes sense because it's Amazon Prime. So, but if it's not, because there is a standalone app that you can have on, you know, fucking your laptop or whatever, right? right, right? right. The Amazon Amazon Prime channel login, which is full Discovery Plus. Right. Won't work outside of the Amazon ecosystem. Yes. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying um, I wasn't in your Amazon, but right, it was right. on Amazon. Exactly. Yes. Right, okay. Um, yeah, because Prime is it's cool, right. but it's like we have like stars through it. It's right, like very right, strange, right. but it, and it doesn't take you to yeah. separate things. Bobani does say I keep saying um, beard wrong and pronouncing it fiance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, this latest episode of the Haunted Museum. I think it's like Zach Bagan's The Haunted Museum. Yeah. Is about the Charles Manson TV mm. that was in the Charles Manson exhibit, like the serial killer exhibit right. in the museum. And it was sent to a college student who was working on his master's thesis about Charles Manson. And he was course, but he was like the only guy that Charles Manson ever responded back to because lots right. of people wrote Charles Manson in prison and whatever. And uh, I mean, and the episode's like, oh, he, Charles Manson does uh, as Zach says it is theorized that Charles Manson used electronic thought transfer through the televisions because then he sends the TV to the kid to the, right. the college guy and uh, and then the college guy it's such it is such a lame show the only one that was pretty legit scary was the one with the lady with all the tubes where she's trying yeah, to she, right, right, she right, put right, all the right. spell cards and was doing all this research and everything uh, but uh and at least finally, this one wasn't about a fucking demon. All of them have been about demons Demon the whole time because that's yeah. Zach's whole thing. But uh, 
Yeah, uh, I was gonna say Charles Bronson. <laughs> hey, you yeah. don't touch Ugh. my wife when you fucking demon. Uh, he draws a, a bl- he cuts his finger, draws a blood swastika into the screen of the television set, sends it to the kid, and then the blood swastika like appears on the screen, even though it was cleaned off before me, whatever. So, anyway, I was dying just because literally at like the end of the episode, my wife, she's just like. Because they show Charles Manson constantly. And they also use the shitty app that takes still photos and makes them look like they're blinking and Mm, moving a little bit. (laughs) That's constantly on the TV screen. like It's fuzzing in and out and starting to influence the guy. (laughs) And she literally just very casually just goes, looks like Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it was so funny. But then I was like, it you... You should just be Charles Manson right. and, and carve the swastika in yeah, your my, forehead. My forehead. For Halloween this year. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the young, but, handsome yeah, Charles Manson. Charles Manson at the height of his powers, exactly. right? Don't don't let don't be scared to let your goofy side out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, but that would be a very easy swastika thing aside. Yeah. <laughs> you could, oh, you could have a big Band-Aid up here right, right. and just tell people, I'm Charles Manson, and then <laughs> yeah. let them f- wonder Figure what's out. under yeah. the thing. Yeah, or just write swastika. <laughs> <laughs> or you're a total asshole and do the actual old Hindu swastika that's yeah, the, yeah, ba- the, the back, other so, way, yeah, the yeah, clockwise it's, it's way. Non- no, no, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> Excuse me, sir. old joke. <laughs> swastikas go the other way oh boy um anyway yeah uh, so yeah that new job's going good good uh and yeah getting settled in there so yeah that uh, are you all completely moved out from no there's still stuff in his garage because again he won't move his car and i gotta get over there so it's like, uh, it's, and, and it's, then I brought it up when we went disc golfing the other week. And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm just racking up your bill for what, like Joe Leanne, whatever. And that's see, that. he's but, manipulating you into having your stuff there forever. Right. right so you right. have to keep coming exactly. back for little, little chunks bit. of things. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That fucking car that he's had for years and that's getting worked on. Uh, car yeah, that he's paying he, someone else to restore. Yeah. And he hasn't, so he parked it there back in February and he has not started it since i told him it won't even start at this mm. point he's like no it'll still be fine I'm like no you, you gotta you put idiot. gas uh yeah. stabilizer in there too right. otherwise that's gonna just corrode everything too he's like right. no it'll be fine i'm like all right whatever oh my god okay <laughs> throw um. your thousands of dollars down the fucking drain <laughs> uh but yeah my sister uh ashley who is a patron now and she's going through a lot of the back episodes right she asked me like very sincerely the other day at dinner at my parents house she's like does does Matt listen to the show? And I thought she was saying like because we talk shit on him, and I was like, oh no, he was he'd literally be sitting there, yeah, watching YouTube videos, playing a Dragon Ball game, and watching sports and maybe right. a movie all at right. the same time while we recorded fifteen feet away at the dinner yeah. table, and and then she was like, like I was trying to tell her like, oh no, we're not talking shit behind his back, like he heard right, everything right, right. we said, and she goes, oh, she's like that's crazy because. You guys are like really mean to. She was laughing, but she was like, "She's like, you guys are so mean to him." And he's, but, but then like, she thought we were doing a bit that we were talking to a fake Matt, like because we would oh, go, oh. "Hey Matt, da, 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 you know, whatever." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thought we were doing a bit the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt, you fucking idiot. 
Oh boy. Um, yeah, I miss shitting on him, so it's about me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> He would send those jars of poop exactly. and a man to yeah. dump it on him. Hey, I was going to say, he had to pay a woman a lot of money to do that. So. <laughs> this is football bandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Matt's dad. Exactly. Who is from not California. Fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, not from where... Bobandi was born for he lived for two years and then been in Florida right. and I still think of Bobandi having right. a New York accent, a hardcore, a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Um, but how am I doing at this point? Exactly, I was gonna say I'm doing good outside out or outside, with all that. So <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, had like a had kind of a long week, uh, kind of a big intense uh, cock shoved in my ass. No, a big therapy session, uh, but it was good because now I can actually work on what we kind of figured out. Uh, and then uh, I moved. I'm taking a little break from the Detroit Pies. Right. Uh, from the Panners. And I got the Eric Wareheim cookbook, Foodheim. So I did his recipe for kind of your standard thin crusty pie. Right. And uh, like Neapolitan inspired pie, New York inspired pie. Yep. And goddamn, it came out so good uh, first time. But, uh, and I was just like, because we would, we would do with the uni grill or the uni mm. grill, the uni oven. Whatever. Yep. Uh, and we would like buy the Trader Joe's pre made dough and whatever. Yeah, yeah. We would let that shit come to room temperature for 24 hours and we'd still it'd be stretching it was like it'd be too cold and stretching back and it was like a yeah, pain yeah. to work with this was just like i felt like a fucking i felt like a pizziolo but i was like right, doing right, the right I, st- I actually started to understand when you like switch between like steering wheel versus the fists on right, in the middle right. of it you know really get going um with the small pies you got to do the steering wheel they don't recommend it with the bigger pies because the weight of it will pull yeah, itself just, over yeah, yeah. but uh but it's fun. It's like I was driving a little pizza car, right? <laughs> stretching the crust out. But then that stretches the edge out, and then you got to stretch right, the right. middle with yeah, the fist. Yeah, you know, exactly. just like yeah. just like old, old ding dong over there. But uh, when his dad comes in and fucks him, and right. then puts Bob Andy shit onto him, exactly, and says that was for Bob Andy. And we miss it. <laughs> and we missed it. Hmm. Biggest regret in my life. Yeah, not seeing Matt raped by his father <laughs> and covered in scab in uh, stranger <laughs> shit. Uh, but uh, anyway, so super fun. I made the recipe is seven cups of flour, so it makes six little pies or whatever. Figure it out, of whatever. Uh, yeah. But uh, that rec- because you know he's like he's like hey, this is like my pizza party recipe for when you yeah, cook yeah. it a bunch for your friends. So, uh, but yeah, that was that was not a. I mean, it was a life changing experience because I was just like. Of course, pizza, you know. But I was yeah, just like, yeah. wow, this tastes like the better pizza restaurants that I went to in New York. Like, the better Italian restaurant that served right, pizza. Right, right. And, uh, like, Hernie's favorite John's Pizza right there in Manhattan. But, uh, and I was like, this wasn't hard at all. Yeah. And uh, I'll probably do it in the in the uni as well. But it, it's, it's nice to have, like, yeah, you want the classic Neapolitan kind of char burger mm-hmm. pizza. Uh, but then this was like. I could control it. I could make it as anemic as I want. And it because it was evenly spaced out and super thin without breaking, Yeah, the, the fucking crust is that thin in the middle, so I can load it up with whatever, and it's going right. to cook and not be soggy, right. too. So um, anyway, that was super fun. And then uh, been a long work week, uh, playing Far Cry 6 right now, starring uh, uh, Juan Carlos... Espo- John Carlos Esposito, the bad sure. guy from Breaking Bad, uh, Los Pueblos Hermano. Yeah, uh, but uh, those games are always very fun. Uh, and uh, uh, nothing, nothing that crazy. We're going. I'm, I'm actually going to be gone. So I was going to ask, like, we got to do Patreon soon and things like say, that too, because yeah. I'm out from this Thursday say to Thursday. next Wednesday. <laughs> uh, so. Okay. Uh, we could record. We could bank an episode of, an- of probing ancient aliens tomorrow and watch it again. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, or Wednesday night. I don't know, but 
Um, yeah, Wednesday I have softball, but I'm done at eight. Okay. Or I can try and do tomorrow. I'll, let me double check. Kay. I don't think I have anything tomorrow. Because um, we can always double up on Patreon at the end of the month, too, if we wanted to bet. Either way, it doesn't yep. matter. Um, well, I'd say let's get at least the Patreons done because those are must do. Exactly, yes. Right. Um, but yeah, apologies if next week it's a, it's a Patreon peak or something um, because I'm gone. So it's the. The final of five weddings from my wife's cousin, you know, her, her, her dad's brother, her uncle mm-hmm. on the dad's side, uh, out in Omaha, Nebraska. So, uh, not a big disc golf city. There's right. a couple courses out there I'm going to play, but, uh, uh, Charlotte, number one disc golf city in the country voted officially and, uh, right. and quality courses too. That's why Kevin Jones just bought a house out there. Paul Ulibarri just got his first home loan there out there. You go. Uh and I'm like, man. And oh, and the Disc Golf Pro Tour event that was on this weekend at right, right. the Hornets Nest. There you go. Uh which I've only watched one round of, but uh that was fun to watch because uh You could actually say, Oh, well, there's yeah, this part of the hole. Exactly, part yeah. Of and also it's insane because some of those holes each of their fucking holes there, they're so fucking tight and wet. Right. No. Each of the holes there had three different distance options. A lot of the pros were playing a fourth further option, yeah, which is like because so if you insane. watch the pan, it's like they're going past multiple <laughs> yes. tee pads. And I was like, oh shit, eight hundred feet through a tight forest right. line. I'm like, holy Four still. fuck, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like so insane, but uh, yeah, super fun uh, to be in the parking lot where the king, big germ, came out in his stupid yeah. uh, king outfit and stuff. Right. But um, Bobini says he's going to New York next month and will not eat pizza because it will ruin it for him. Oh, uh, oh yeah! When he goes back to Florida, and right, all they have right. is fucking lobster and Cajun pizza and shit right. like Papa that. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I did make. Now I made six pies. One was a tester because I didn't know how to work with anything. I had a new pizza peel mm-hmm. I never used before, so I was like, "Let's just do a tester. Let's see how it stretches. Let's see how it goes in the peel. How much flour I need to slide it off. All that stuff." And I just did some parm and some cherry tomatoes on there and then some pesto afterwards. And it was actually right, very right, delicious. Right. But uh, I did make – now, my wife I'm, – I'm curious as to your opinion on this. My wife is one of the families that not enjoyed it sometimes but always had just kind of crappy chain pizza, right? Domino's, Pizza Hut, whatever. She always, always, always – her family had to order with multiple pizzas cheese bread. So, and I was, I've always been of like, why, why, but you're having cheese bread, but right. she didn't always want the sauce on the pizza. So cheese bread is sauceless pizza. Oh, and it's a different thickness. It and, is. Yeah. Yes. It's crazy bread or it's this or whatever. Right. But uh, I, I worked with a guy back at uh, Fox Racing uh, a long time ago. Right. Who was, I was jokingly kind of like, yeah, it's like, oh, one of those families that fucking gets, you know, 10, 10 pieces of cheese bread with their four pizzas or something. And he literally got, he was like. That is my, I fucking hate that. Like he got, I went on a rant about it. He's like, I separate people into two camps. Yeah. People that get fucking cheese bread with their pizza order and the people that think it's stupid like us. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I made one of the pie, I made four pizza pies with stuff on it, various toppings and things. One of them, double cheese, a little bit of parm on there. It was very. It was the very delicious. It was. It was yeah. the best cheese bread. And I'm going to do, because you said Papa John's, next time, probably the week we come back, I am going to make a good quality clone of the olive oil garlic butter dipping sauce. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, now what we got to do is master the cinestics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> which actually are it's the same dough. That's what I'm saying. You it's, literally it's just spread some butter and some and, cinnamon yeah, and yeah. probably condensed milk or something. Sugar or semen. Such. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, whatever that frosting is. Yeah, it's so. like a sweet spice blend and then some frosting. So. Yeah. Well, Benny wants to know if you have any fox racing shit you can send him. <laughs> uh, I used to know someone, uh, Cody worked there for a minute. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he would get half off, but he is no longer there. Yes, I, was, I worked there in 2011. <laughs> so that was 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a long time. And unfortunately, I don't. But, um, and I think, I mean, probably seven, eight years ago, I got rid of all the shirts and crap that I had, too. But, right. uh, and Blart, these shirts we're currently wearing. Griplock is on the website. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. shirt Sorry. is not. Blackholesupplycompany.com. You said your shirts are fire. Are they available on your website? Uh, yeah, so our alien shirts are there. The yes. Griplock shirt's there. Shirt I'm wearing is not. This is the biggest hit by far. Oh, yeah. Yes. Everyone loves it. Um, but uh, and by our friend Dorsch Corner, original art, uh, and then topography by Cody, the aforementioned yeah, he, Cody, uh, laid it all out. Got yeah. it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still do that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, wow, he was Cody was like at our early journey of oh, of yeah. some kind of sky discovering video, all that. You know, yeah, be at the yeah, old yeah, office, exactly. and we were dying yeah, watching, yeah, you know, watching yeah. that shit. Um, but uh, anyway, other than that, nothing too crazy. Um, not super excited for this trip, but I guess it's always good to have days off. So, right. <laughs> uh, I don't like hate weddings, but I don't. Most of the time, I don't like going to weddings just because food's never fucking great. It's all. Right. It's all. You know, once in a while, you get those little pops. Like, uh, there's little dads, there little pops. You know, yeah. Dorbs or eight, whatever. Right. But, exactly. Um, anyway, um, I feel like maybe my wife's home because my dog just came in very excited. I don't know, but. Uh, I think we're going to take a big piss break and we'll get back to the Galactic Keyhole. Booger. I used to hate that word and now I'm getting more comfortable with it. Hmm. I'm more confident. We're saying it. Uh, it's in my ring of confidence. Let's see. Um, this is the Galactic Keyhole, which, high level thoughts, I feel like this might be, if not the most. One of the top three just most speculative episodes ever where there's almost no facts about... Like, there's a couple, but, like, right. it's all about just the shape of what we moderns think is a keyhole. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, again, it just jumps into something completely yes. different. I'm like... Yes. <laughs> again, I'm like, do I, do I look away for, like, 20 seconds and now it's like... There's literally times I'm like, wait, did this episode end and I'm right. playing the next episode yeah. now? Did I have like, a did I have a fugue state? Yeah, I'm like, what in the shit is happening? Giorgio so, Fugalos. Exactly. Uh yeah, it's I was happy that they addressed this just the raw shape of it at some point with a theory right. about what those things represented. But then there was never any evidence for that. There right, wasn't right, like right, right, there right. wasn't like these people think the bottom is this and the top is this. Right. <laughs> power, and, and power. Yes, <laughs> it's whatever your own vibe is. Today, exactly. You know, uh, but yeah, uh, it. <laughs> there are so many, as usual, so many repetitive quotes, so many pointless. Uh, well, as I'm repeating something now, redundant to Clotworthy's quotes. Um, no real insight brought in. Yeah. Old footage of the Oak Island guy guest starring right, from right, the 2018 right, right. episode where they went to Sardinia to look at the the keyhole shaped well in the ground. See. I also understand that this what this episode was shot during the pandemic, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, like, 
all of these talking head shows are like the easiest, safest shows to shoot during a pandemic. Like right. they're already social distanced well, anyway. They, they go to Alien Con, I think like yes. 2019. It was, it was, it was it 18 because it was Pasadena. Pasadena right? Yeah, it was yeah. our first one. So yeah. with the green logo. Right. Because right, um, right. it went blue. And he showed me. <laughs> hey, Alien Con went a little yeah. blue in 2019. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> a lot of uh, rape jokes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. Hey, what do you think of my second PhDs? <laughs> <laughs> This kind of crude, rude comment. <laughs> oh, no, I'm actually a... a no, I'm trying to do like a Travis Taylor trying to be fancy. I'm actually a doctor of rape, <laughs> rapism. <laughs> consumed a, a lot of content. I studied rapism in the school of the streets. <laughs> uh, okay. Or a, a, a certain garage in South Orange right. County. <laughs> Employed me. Well, Once, apprenticeship uh, more exactly, for a while. Yes. They, I lived in the van outside. It was abandoned, of course. <laughs> They almost towed it a few times. Uh, <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> um, that would have been funny if your neighbor brought you a Bible study group right, 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 card right, right. around depression. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, uh, well, let's just get started. Whatever. No. Uh, Virginia, 2013. We get the return of George Haas, H-A-A-S. He is like the that satellite imaging expert guy. Mm-hmm. He's also the author of something called the Sidonia Co- Codex. Right. And clearly an ancient astronaut theorist. He's very, uh, very porn doctory. He seems like an, I mean, I'm sure he is an expert in satellite imaging. He like worked for NASA. They said that on the previous episode he was on. That's all well and good. But he's clearly pivoted into his own career about his own theories right, of what right, he's seeing. Right. I'm also, I'm maybe I'm being a little too cynical. He is sitting there looking at high definition images of features on other planets and asteroids and stuff. So right, right, right. I probably would be like, holy shit, what is that thing there too? Yeah, because I don't disagree that what he finds in a picture from one of the, as of 2013 when he he found it or you know looked at right, it. Right, right, right. He was studying some footage from some fucking telescope. I can't remember what it was. Right. Uh, Travis Taylor mentions it, but he's uh. He sees what looks like a keyhole, a classic keyhole shape, circle on top connected to a pyramid with the top cut off, basically. Right, right. Which, again, I wish they would have gone into. I understand if they're just using the term keyhole shape as a, just as nomenclature for us moderns watching the show. Fine. So they didn't have to keep saying, it had a distinct circle on top of a triangle or something. I get it. Like, but. At this, I mean, they they keep, but could then be a they head in someone wearing a dress. Exactly right. right. Yeah, it, it could be. Hey, all the female, the femme identifiers piss right. here. Exactly piss on this part of Mars. Right, right, the right. The boys accept the mask on the other side. Exactly. So, uh, no, but like they then double down that it is a gateway, like a door to be unlocked for future further knowledge or right. a, another dimension or whatever. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. Have keys always been shaped like this? I guess they kind of have to be. There has to be some sort of cylinder or, well, not even a cylinder. There are square keys too, but uh, some sort of non It has to be non-symmetrical, right? Right, There has to be something. Although there are symmetrical keys and the little teeth maybe aren't symmetrical. um, But at the same time, this, this vagary is why this is kind of a dumb example to use. Like, I get it. This sh- this general shape. Oh, 
They also show the Ankh, the shape of the Ankh, like 17 times in the in the uh, pre-episode montage when they're leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Never show an Ankh or talk about the Ankh again right, right, <laughs> in the right, entire right. episode. Well, it it's, yeah. it's the little dumb close-ups, and then it, the shape flashes you know, on, on a right, whole right, mural right. of something or whatever. Uh, Ankh goes away. My Ankh and uncle. Uh, but uh, anyway, Travis Taylor... I can't remember if I invented a thing, but I wrote a Travis Taylor touchdown here because I think <laughs> he was a football guy. Uh, I mean, he's from Texas. Who isn't yeah, a football yeah. guy he's out there? Uh, he says, it's very worthy. Uh, it's very worth humanity's How while, which is a, a weird. <laughs> uh, them onion rings and this keyhole on Mars. Yeah, It's a weird phrase. Though. It's very worth humanity's while, which I get it's worthwhile for right, humanity, right, whatever, right. to travel there and find out if these are artificial or not. I agree. It's like, why Why aren't we looking at the, Why do we have to depend on Mike Barra to talk about condos and factories on the moon or on Mars or whatever, right? Like, right. It, is, it is lame. Like, I mean, listening to uh, the Monsters Among Us podcast, he was saying, like, he'll play clips of, you know, experts and whatever and, like, or, or anti-cryptozoology people, yeah. you know, actual biologists, and they're like, there just isn't any evidence for Bigfoot, you know, and blah, blah. We've never found a body. We've never done this. But he made a point. He's like, yeah, but that kind of closed off thinking prevents the exploration of, okay, well, let's find out why, right? Right, right. Just so we don't have a body doesn't mean we shouldn't explore the evidence that's reported or even found physically of these giant hairy humanoids. But um, I was going to say humanids, which kind of makes sense. Um, They they do a a big montage of keyhole shapes throughout the planet. Pretty much every culture has some sort of keyhole shape Mm -hmm. or so the episode would have you believe. They kind of hit all the continents, basically. Some somebody on those con- even the penguins out in uh, South America, South Antarctica, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they got those uh, too. But uh, they focus on the Dyson Kofun term uh, tomb mm-hmm. in Osaka, Japan. So we've seen this on other episodes before. It's a big forested lake with like a square border. There's a lake in the middle, and in the middle is a giant keyhole shaped island, basically that is a right. massive tomb for. Uh, supposedly one of the the original emperor of japan from thousands of years ago Mm -hmm. and uh unfortunately lane little has returned he is like the steampunk uh bear on the show he has the uh second handlebar mustache of the show yeah yeah yeah. and he is on to talk about the kofun tomb he doesn't bring anything interesting to it they're just they're just mentioning that that emperor was also associated with dragons reported in the sky and the goddess Amaterasu, who's like the main sun god in the Shinto religion. She came down and he came down in a drag, just like the Chinese guy and everything too. Dragons are misinterpreted spacecraft with fire yeah. and whatever coming out because, of course, they run on fossil fuels apparently to get across the stars. Um, Cockney Collins, like, he's doing, he's doubling down on the, usually the Sucralos thing, which is like, you can only appreciate this shite from the air, you know, and then... Uh, Medallion Man has a moment here, and he says, uh, <laughs> as if we needed to know this, talking about a 3,000-year-old Japanese fable, uh, we are told that the Japanese had no way of seeing this from the sky at the time. <laughs> like, well, right, yeah, right, no right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, oh, I, I made a point here. Lane Little, and then Dominic Stuvo, who is the Latin uh, uh, Asian fetishist guy, who's like mm-hmm. the you know, Asian American studies guy at USC or whatever, or sorry, UCLA, sorry. Right. Uh, he's a Bruin, not a Trojan. You know? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, they should get together for orgy nights and talk about how much they love Asian things right. together because they're both fun. so creepy about it. Oh, um, yes. We get a souk alert, and he says, <laughs> as they're talking about the dragons and all, and you know, and gods and goddesses and whatever, it's right there. 
our ancestors did not have words for extraterrestrials or aliens or any other creatures coming from another planet because it didn't exist at the time. He's really right. becoming Von Daniken, who also has a little appearance in this episode, where he's just... He's also, you can tell, he's trying to be nicer. Like, he knows the feedback about ancient astronaut theory, which is that, oh, uh, ancient people were morons, and so they needed aliens right. to come Some give them stuff because they were too stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much trying to, like, be a little nicer about it, but he's actually coming off as more condescending now. <laughs> right. When Crazy McCommon says, like, is it cooler if dragons were real or that they're spaceships? Um, right. yeah. hmm, I would think... I would think it's cooler that dragons are real because it's a cryptid. Like basically, right. you know, like it's it's a basically that some a dinosaur-ish style creature with special powers. Like you know, like you know, there's there's lots of things that emit poison and venom and like whatever, right? right. But well, I guess you emit venom. You right. are poisonous Secrete. if you're eating or whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, either your insides secrete it, which means you are poisonous, or your outsides shoot it out in some way, which is venom. But whatever, right. it's all a toxin. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, like if you knew if dragons actually existed, that would be more akin to like, oh wow, Bigfoots exist Good. and fucking yeah. Yeah. Nessie yeah. exists and shit like that, right? Um, because I think that logically, you're like, well, of course, some if you believe that there's a life on other planets, of course they got to get to other places somehow, so they right, would right, exist, right? Right. right. Um, but because uh, then if the dragons were real, it's like, well, wow, where did they fucking come from? Are they of Are they of this earth? They could be both. Porcano los dos. But if they're spaceships, again, it's from a long time ago, which True. means aliens were here doing wacky yeah, shit. Exactly. So, what if they brought dragons in their spaceships? Exactly. Yeah. Um, we get his children's chime in here, and he says, uh, so you have to wonder, are these keyhole shapes designed by extraterrestrials? Uh, there's something about this shape. It has meaning. Are these... Sights signaling somebody who apparently is in the sky. So again, it's just very repetitive already off the bat. Uh, talking about big heels that can only be seen from the sky. Uh, I, I, they, they really miss an opportunity as usual to say what that culture thinks the shape is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's very frustrating that we get one time, and I think it's coming up, it's Huey Newman, Hugh Newman right. saying, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an, a, you know, the round the circle part is like the sun. And then the triangle part is the pyramid, which is the earth. And I'm like, right. which culture thinks that? Right. Like, is that a pan-anthropological concept? If it is, great. Then just tell us that. But it's like, why is the triangle a pyramid mm-hmm. and the circle the sun? I mean, it's believable totally, but right. is that only the Egyptians? Is it like, like we don't say like, oh, the Japanese think the round part is this. And mm-hmm. like, because we at least get the Hindu Indian one where it's like, oh, it which is also very loose what? and a weak, yeah. Because that guy shows <laughs> Mohan Praveen is yeah, on, and yeah. he's, his voice is getting higher. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then Buddha's hanging out in, in the stupa, and he's right. time traveling <laughs> to his pyramid. Like, it's just, like, fucking crazy. But yeah. uh, but anyway, like, that's a very loose thing, because the episode fucking ends with, like, what if the keyhole shape was inspired by... UFOs, which Indians made as a bell-shaped thing that Buddhists right, in. Right, I'm right. like, what the fuck? Like, it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. again, like, that is, like, maybe one of the most just pure speculative, like, right. statements I've ever heard the show yeah, make, you yeah. know? Um, but uh, the next segment starts with Kaibar. Uh, Got to put the Kaibar on Kaibar. Yeah. That's what I have to say about it. Uh, Saudi Arabia, 2017, a series of 19 formations of thousands of keyhole shapes are discovered among a bunch of other megaliths in the Kaibar region. 
uh, and they're like little ancient walls built out. Clearly, they are very keyhole shaped. Um, Huey Newman in the news is here, and he says, uh, "Now they're thought to be thousands of years old, and no one knows who built them, and no one knows why they're there, but." They have this sacred symbol of the keyhole as the design. So the keyhole shape, here it is, is a combination of the triangle and the circle. <laughs> like, like a fucking moron. And, and the circle is often a representation of the sun, uh, the moon, and other heavenly objects. I'm like, okay, great, but where's the evidence? Uh, and the triangle is the pyramid, and that's the, the representation of the earth. So it really could be a representation linking heaven and earth. And I'm, I'm fine with that. He's probably right, I would mm-hmm. guess. But we just... We just don't know who says that exactly, right? Right, right, right. Um, And then I thought of Graham Hancock, as above, so below. As most most symbols of ancient cultures are depicting as as their connection to the sky world and and their world, right? So um, they theorize that these are roughly from 6500 BC. They don't really go into what culture they might have thought was around there at the time or anything, but... um, they do another list fest, a little montage of cultures that have the keyhole shape. They start uh, uh, waxing on about the magic of keyholes and how they unlock another plate. They get very yeah. esoteric and how it represents learning more, but also going somewhere, kind of. But that could just be a new realm of knowledge, blah, 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 blah. And uh, really trying to like reach for like a metaphysical thing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really work. But um, Oh, this is where I was like, did all locks in antiquity have keys with this shape? Like, did they lock things? Did they have, like, I wonder when the first lock was made, like a first right. door lock was made that wasn't just a latch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Something yeah. that you lift up and whatever, as opposed to, like, an intricate female and male M that have to right. perfectly fit and do these pins and all this whatever right, shit. Right, move up so, and down. Yep. Um, uh, the next segment, in 2018, in Egypt, archaeologists find the remains of an ancient settlement and they find an amulet that's known as a manat um why manat see uh let's see oh so a manat was a heavily beaded necklace and then on the back of it was what looks like a dick (laughs) hanging off like a metal yeah yeah, 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 a a metal slab that's kind of keyhole shaped i guess but it's a very it's a straight shaft it's not a triangular exactly Um, and that's really just, it was interesting. I was like, that's kind of cool. Like Mm -hmm. heavily beaded. And then that's the counterweight that actually goes down the small of your back to hold the beads in place. So they're here and displaying on your chest, on your front butt. And then those are down your back. So, um, they show a few other examples of, of monots and things like that. It's not an uncommon thing. They still make them today. Um, mm, 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 mm. oh, uh, they talk about how the monot is worn by the, the the moon, the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu, which you probably know See. as the god who is the guy, who who is, uh, who who comes to, can't remember his name, I think it's Mark something, but the guy that is Moon Knight Summers. in the Marvel Universe. Yes, yeah. it's Mark <laughs> No, I don't remember that guy's full name, but yeah. <laughs> now, Khonshu gave me my horrifically debilitating OCD. <laughs> I, he tells me. The corners of your bed have to be clean and clear yeah. and wrinkle-free every day, Mark. Every <laughs> fucking time, Mark. Yeah, must uh, do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, Khonshu is... Uh, I'd heard that name before. They say Khonshu in here. But uh, yeah, the moon god from Egyptian culture, which is exactly what he is in the Marvel comic. Um, he is the god of the moon. He is a healing god. He wards against evil spirits and things like that. And he's also known as a wandering god. And he has the manat on him, apparently, to represent how he unlocks the way to other worlds. 
they don't really go into it further mm-hmm. than that. Um, but he is kind of a, a Prometheus style uh, Sisyphus god, like bringing knowledge to uh, to the peasants, to the masses, whatever. Huey Newman says now he brought lots of knowledge to the people, and he was uh, also related to technology. So this suggestion that he may have been involved in some of the construction sites there in ancient Egypt, and I'm like, in they don't they don't have any evidence that he was what inspired any of the great pyramids. They just kind of throw that out there and say that I'm like, cause we never heard the name Conchu before in all of right. the, the fucking gods that supposedly, you know, cause one of them is dedicated to, uh, Thoth, right, right. <laughs> Toth or whatever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very acidic. You might have to take some Pepsi if yeah, that's yeah. the wrong tomatoes in there. But, uh, but anyway, we've never heard of Conchu before in this show. So it's weird. They just, again, throwing it out there, big piece of evidence that then becomes worse than it. A lack of evidence, yeah. Because now you're claiming something that has no evidence, as opposed to going, you know, oh, like maybe I think maybe he could be a source. Like, but it's like no, they're saying that he was. People think he was, and it's like okay, just show us something that says that. It's not. Yeah. It shouldn't be that hard with all the fucking artwork that the ancient Egyptians had. So, um, Sukes. Oh, Sukes is like freaking out over and one of the oldest carvings of that features the Manat shape, and it shows. Conchu in front of like some wagon looking thing where four human heads with very long necks who are all who are also keyhole shaped they didn't even point that yeah, out yeah, yeah. the heads are keyhole shaped and then they have like the beads of the manat all going back to a big manat counterweight that's keyhole shaped mm-hmm. behind their little cart or whatever they're on so uh again instead of instead of saying why don't you have Rami Ramani on going oh this actually represents right, right. this and you're like okay cool now what are the fucking ancient astronauts? Right. You know, it's so, uh, so Sukes, he has an alert and he says, uh, to me, that is a representation of something technological that our ancestors witnessed, but they couldn't figure out what they were looking at. So just repeating himself again, uh, trying to be, trying to be like, oh, cause I, I, I forgot. I put a little note. He's like, but they couldn't quite like, he's trying to be like your old uncle or whatever. Right, you know, my right. kid's a little fucking weird. He's kind lifting of, up yeah, guys skirts all the up. time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but guys uh, in their skirts. He's, he's looking up, you know, femme identifying, uh, you know, right, people's right. Uh, birthing people's it's people. Wild. Like um, <laughs> but uh, uh, isn't the only keyhole moon god. Uh, the Canaanite goddess from Canaan or New Canaan, whatever, named Tanis, um, also is a very similar god and has to do with technology and bringing knowledge to the people. Blah 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 blah. This is where we go to Sardinia, Italy. A lot of the old footage from the Oak Island guy guest starring episode happens. Sukalos and this guy are in Sardinia to investigate uh, this keyhole well. They they ponder if it's part of the um, Naragha culture, which was a culture that was there from 1800 BC to 200 BC until the Romans kicked them out of Sardinia. Uh, but the Naragha were not the oldest cultures there because there's lots of, they built all these towers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were older megalithic sites, like thousands of years older, that uh, they start to ponder like, oh, did the Naragha learn from this ancient culture that built keyhole shapes, which is like there's right, one right. or something. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, there's over 7,000 of those fucking towers. Um, and, and many of them are aligned with the solar system and the stars. And I'm like, okay, like, that is literally par for the course for pretty much every oh, megalithic yeah, structure yeah, yeah. in the world ever. Uh, Cogni Collins has a pointless, uh, you know, fucking pondering. He's like, uh, did they have a belief that their ancestors came from the stars? I'm like, I'm sure they did. Every yeah, single religion right, does. Right. Um, oh, 
and this is where Sooks fucking goes into how dumb they were. They couldn't build these towers. He's like, how could they build the towers if they didn't even have a writing system? I'm like, we don't know that they didn't have a writing system. They claim that they didn't. But also, building something like that, building something that doesn't fall over, that is strong, that keeps water out, that's something that you can just try. And then, oh shit, I, I can put four four blocks here and then put some water in there. Does it leak out? It doesn't? Great. Right. Let's just fucking make this bigger. Let's scale this up. You don't have to have a complicated writing system to try that. So, um, oh, here's where I made the point of the uh, dip back to two seasons from this this Oak Island guy episode. And uh, this is where they're talking to the, like, the tour guide and some old yeah. other Italian man. Uh, having some fucking lots no of moon paper through the lines. Lots of moon hits your eye talk here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and the, yeah, marveling over how amazing this uh, engineering knowledge is with no mortar and blah 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 blah. That is an interesting point though. Like um, when I talk about the uh, Aruvaden uh, engineering technology, you have no mortar. But like specifically, it's because like I guess it's true. If you had mortar. Mm-hmm. And that disintegrates and erodes faster than the bricks. It's going to start fucking it up, right? Because right, as right. the as the sauce in between comes out, you know, peanut butter jelly is not forever. You right. know, the right, bread's right. not going to be there forever. Yeah, Eventually, the moldy it's going to right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, but it's like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Where if you just stack everything and it's like perfectly fit, it's probably not going anywhere. Right. And it's never going to really shift unless the earth is shifting underneath because there's no mortar. So right, right, right. It's earthquake safe. 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 Uh, earth. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, and here's where Sook says, clearly people were told of this engineering knowledge. He's telling this to the fucking Oak Island guy or yeah. whatever. Uh, it's interesting, too. It's like, it's hard to find a counterpoint to it, which is, again, that's what this whole show is premise is based on. Like, well, it's hard to prove that it's not aliens that right, told them right. all this shit, you know? But it's like, when you hear about, when there there is evidence for shamans and even shamans, because I, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. usually say shaman. That's how British people right, say it. Right, right, right. Shamans and hallucinogenics that give ancient cultures these visionary quests or, or whatever. But usually they're not coming out of those with uh, mathematical engineering knowledge. They're usually coming out with like spiritual awakenings or more personal emotional things or whatever right. too. But then, you know, you have your Teslas. All your geniuses that somehow do have this crazy mathematical knowledge and then they learn something new, but they're also not on drugs. They're like meditating and stuff, you know? Right. So who knows? Maybe well, they that's could it. be but, on drugs. Yeah. And also ancient people could have just yeah. meditated and figured right. that out. Right. But like we learned in the fucking, uh, uh, Tibetan episode last time. Right. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it's, I mean, it's tough to counter that, but I also could, if old people, if ancient old people, if ancient people were meditating, even if they were hallucinating, I'm sure they had visions of things that they just tried to build or whatever too. Also, yeah. they just had imagination too. Like you don't have right, to right. you don't have to have a fucking drug trip or aliens or meditate deeply to have visions of I want to build put a bunch of rocks this high up so yeah, I can yeah. climb up it like it's not that hard. Um this is where they show Alien Con in Pasadena 2018 and some some person brings him a photo, Sukalos, a photo of what on the sh- clout where they says is an identical construction from India of the Sardinian well. Yeah. Um, the, the Oak Island guy, of course, is very impressed at the Sardinian well because it's built below the water table. Right, right, right. Uh, and he knows. Like, I know water. Yeah, very tough. hard to work in water. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. this isn't quite identical. Now, they did school me a little bit because they're like, oh, no, there's 18 steps in each of them. They go down the exact same amount on the ground, mm-hmm. and they're both built to capture 
a once every 18 year lunar event, like, which is pretty crazy, but, but again, if you're alive that long and keeping track of shit, it's not that hard. I don't know, whatever. But, um, this is where Praveen comes on and he says, (laughs) he's like, now it's popularly believed that, uh, this was built in 1715 under some regime, some government regime. Cause like, the, the keyhole itself is very rugged and ancient looking. And then there's all these nice like brickwork and stuff around it, which I don't, those look like they might even be like a New park. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like like the parks department in that area of India fucking made that or whatever. But I could believe that the keyhole structure inside, it looks very eroded and old and it pr- could be thousands of years old, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he's like, but they didn't keep written records of this shit. It's crazy. So, um, which is interesting too, because... Childress says later, he's like, oh, India is the only culture that has like an unbroken textual lineage, you know, saying that all of their texts basically link now to like the 6,000 years ago version of their culture too. But also, I guess they're not writing down who built the fucking keyhole or when. Right, right, right. uh, Even though they wrote down everything, Everything. quote unquote. Um, (laughs) This is where they talk about the mortar. They talk about, oh, that's, this is where where Childress says exactly that. Uh, Von Daniken viewpoint here, he just, says the same thing he always says. He's looking, he's starting to look uh, sunken a little mm-hmm, bit. Like he's mm-hmm. looking skinnier. You know? Right, right, right. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. Because he died yet? No. He is not. Uh, I was listening to a podcast though. He apparently has an arrest record from from his heyday, from right before mm-hmm. he wrote the book uh, for like, apparently like some plagiarism stuff. Uh, trying to like steal his own work back from his own editor or some sh- like all this weird shit. Yeah, yeah. And he actually went to jail for a year hmm. and got, well, he got sentenced for a year and got out in like six months or something, right, but right. he's fucking done jail time, which is pretty right. crazy. Uh, but he's like, they wanted to find out that we are the offspring of them. So they left a clues on the planet earth. It's like, okay, great. Like they, they have him on for, as basically a, a mascot at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, this is where I, this is where I marked that Praveen, his vibe has gotten crazy because he's like, he seems like a true scholar of like Vedic culture and text, right. but also like there's like a little children inside of him that's just trying to burst out and fucking right, ticks right, right, and be right. weird yeah, and whatever yeah. too. But um, this is where they're talking about the Buddhas and the Stupas and whatever. And, you know, Sukhs is like, if it were 10 or even 20 examples, fine. We don't fucking care. But it's like, what if I told you there were millions of examples? Which is true. I mean, Buddhism is one of the hugest, and especially Indian, you know, Buddhism is one of the biggest uh, sects of right. Buddhism. It's all over the place. And Buddha is always depicted in that kind of bell-shaped gazebo yeah. stupa thing. So uh, this is where it loses the plot. They go to, they, they tease the Ark of the Covenant and Solomon's Temple at the, right. at the commercial break. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, And I, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, is the, is the Ark of the Covenant going to have a crazy lock on it with the key? Like, is this where the keyhole shape came from in like Christendom? I don't know. No, they just go over Solomon's origins and his temple's origins where the, you know, the archangel Michael comes, gives him, comes, a ring See. comes out of his angel penis. And it's it's Solomon's fav- famous uh, uh, seal of Solomon ring. So it's got a, a keyhole kind of shape, but it also has a bunch of other shapes on it, which I'm like, what are those then too? But right. this ring, this is some fucking uh, fantasy game shit, like fantasy. Now. It's a ring that gives him the power to control uh, 72 jinn, right? So a little crossover with Middle East, you know, Islam yeah. culture and stuff there too. Uh, jinn, of course, where kind of genies come from, born of born of smokeless fire, according to the the Talmud and uh, see the Quran. But um, we've told this whole story before because then they talk about that church in France that like it's like the only church that has 
uh, a statue of Ashmanadai or whatever. Yeah, Ashmadai, who's like the he was literally the foreman of the gin. Right. <laughs> who was like, all right, you guys get the bricks over there or whatever. Yeah, and so, work it out. Uh, but yeah, he was the lead gin, and uh, and Solomon controlled him. They built all these crazy tunnels and blah blah blah. But we never knew exactly how Solomon's temple looked. Because it got sacked uh, in 572 BC. So it's been gone for a long time. But Temple Mount in Israel is built on top of Solomon's temple's right. foundations, right? So, um, oh yeah, Ash- Ashmedai was the legion, or as I said, El Hefe, as it were. Right, right. See. <laughs> uh, Children's Times in here, he says, they built all these tunnels and chambers. And you have to wonder if it had something to do with this high technology that they were hiding. Because they have this whole thing about the Knights Templar, the Ark. The Ark was hidden in Solomon's Temple. Maybe it, was, it wasn't it was built for it, but like basically they broke into the old tunnels, the Knights Templar in fucking 1300s right, right, or 1200s right. or whatever, to hide it there. Or sorry, to get it out of there because that's where it was, whatever. Yeah. Uh, as, as if it would have just been buried after a sacking or something like that. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. But um, anyway, I think they really just like... Yeah, they just go away from the Ark at this point. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy because they introduced the whole thing. So um, this is where I was like, yeah, totally losing the plot here. I was trying to pay attention and other stuff interrupted me. Then I came back. I was like, it's one. Of, it was one of those times yeah. where the 10 minutes I was watching would not progress. It was always right, at right, the 20-something right. minute mark. And it was like, God, I'm not even halfway done with the fucking episode. Yeah. Um, also, this is where they talk about the Ashmadai statue in... Uh, Rennes-le-Chateau in France, which is a little abbey out there, mm-hmm. um, and how it has a statue of Ashman. I'm like, but having figures of of having statues of figures from Christian and Jewish lore, that's all over every fucking church and synagogue that there is. So it's like, right. why is it surprising that one of the biggest stories in the Old Testament... <laughs> has a figure in a fucking church somewhere. Like it's just, right, it's so, right, I was right. like, okay. Like also I was going to be like, oh, is there a clue? Is something hiding under the statue? Is that a clue that something's there? It's like, no, it's just, it's a little tiny statue in the corner of the fucking church. They, oh, they did make a point. Sorry. This is the whole point about the Templars. Every Templar built church of which there are many still, uh, is built in the shape of a keyhole. It has a thin section and a circular round right, section right, at right, the top. Right. Uh, again, why don't you tell us why it was shaped like that? I'm sure that in yeah. Christian and Jewish symbolism, there's a reason for that. Yeah. But there's not. The only we at least get uh, in this next segment here, we at least get the explanation for why St. Peter's Square, right in front of the Vatican, is not a square. It's a big circle with then right. the pathway. Uh, but uh, the architect Bernini in 1667 says he wanted to be shaped so people felt like the arms of the church were welcoming you out right. there. Um I didn't feel welcome when I was there, but I was more welcome than my wife, who was paranoid because every time women go there, there are literally security guards that check if you are not showing too much skin before going into the Vatican and depends on if, and you would see certain girls with like spaghetti strap tank tops and jeans, they were allowed in, Mm -hmm. but then other girls who maybe were, I don't know, had a pimple on their face or something like that. They were all dressed up, and they're like, nope, you have to cover your forearms. And they literally have to sell you a shawl that you have to buy right, or you don't right, go right, in. Right, so right. Uh, very stupid. But um, uh, they're also throwing in the Holy Grail here. And, uh, oh, Medallion Man is just going on about how shapes have fucking power yeah. and everything. I'm falling asleep at this point of this episode. 
the Holy Grail, they say, is also a keyhole shape. Right. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. okay, I guys. Guess, like, yeah. yes, now it's a really bowl. Grasping. It's a bowl yeah, with a yeah. fucking stick on the bottom. A stick with a right. wider butt than a top. But, um, I mean, yeah, because you want the bottoms to have See, the wide exactly. stick. No, yeah. the wide bottom. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, oh, Zadok comes on and he's like, and the Grail supposedly had was shaped like a keel, which could control demons. Like saying that this keyhole shape, which was on Solomon's ring, right. is. Re- but I'm like, but all cups at the time, every cup Most, of that yeah, style yeah. was. Could they all control? That's why they did it. Uh, and so, uh, oh, this was the one fun fact that I never knew about in uh, in the Middle Ages poet. Wolfram von Aschenbach. He's like a, he's like the most famous po- famous poet from the medieval period. He has a poem about the origin of the Grail and how it came to Earth and all stuff. And his poem, which also I'm like, that's cool, but who cares? Mm-hmm. It's not that's not actual lore of the Bible, but it's right. cool to think about that the Grail is actually f- crafted from an emerald that was in the crown of Lucifer before right, he right, fell right. and became Satan, the enemy. But uh, yeah. Uh, the enemy of real meat, See. Satan. Um, that is fucking crazy that they call that stuff Satan. But I'm I'm assuming it's a a word from another culture, yeah, fake sausage yeah, meat or yeah, whatever, exactly. you know. But yeah. um, anyway, we get a medallion man moment. He says, "What if the Grail is in fact extraterrestrial technology? Maybe the Grail is also telling us that the Grail is in Vatican City." <laughs> so they're saying like the Grail is a key to its own location because it's shaped like a keyhole. And then, oh, but you can match it up to what this one architect, Bernini, shaped the fucking basically the red carpet for the Vatican as. And I'm like, but this whole episode is about how the keyhole is all over everything in every religion everywhere. So why doesn't it lead to a billion other fucking... Why doesn't it lead to every single Templar-crafted Catholic church Mm -hmm. that are all shaped like the same fucking thing? It's like, okay. Um... Oh, and then they the, this last segment they tease like, is the Grail actually pointing back right. to the keyhole on Mars? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Uh, November twenty sixteen, uh, Mister Haas from the beginning, um, the the uh, satellite imaging specialist guy, he publishes his findings on the keyhole shape on Mars, and says that the symmetry of the shape prevents it from being natural erosion. And I'm like, that's great, but was was his uh, published journal yeah. peer-reviewed? Did they have critiques of it? Also, is it something no. you can even prove at this point? Right, right. Again, I'm not saying he's a fucking porn dog. He isn't a real satellite. Yeah. But he and also, sense, the way that they, says, but... yeah, the way they film him seems like he just kind of has a computer in his house now, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have always been a, a WFH, yeah, exactly. you know, contract, yeah, you know. You never know. You never uh, know. He doesn't have to come in the office. You know, I wouldn't kick it out of bed, but. Uh, <laughs> just come to my house. <laughs> um. Oh. This is where the episodes mess it. Like, this is the last four to five minutes of the episode, and it literally just says, what if the keyhole were anything you wanted it to be? <laughs> like, it's literally mm-hmm. just like, what if it was a symbol that represented anything with yeah. spiritual, mental what growth, it was or computers? Super sick. Right. <laughs> I don't what know. Was it be was, sick, right? What if it was the key to your sexuality? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, they say, what if it's what if it's a message, not just an object, that aliens put there to show future humans that more knowledge will be unlocked someday? And I'm right, like, right. 
oh my god, you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just so stupid because eventually, eventually, the clues have to stop and they have to point somewhere. Right. Otherwise, you're just on a fucking wild goose ch- yeah, exactly. chase. You know. Yeah. Uh, the last suit alert here we have is uh, uh, if anything, <laughs> it's a uh, and parenthesis. I'm at it like it, for context. It's an extraterrestrial. Uh, pro- it's a, it's a it's an extraterrestrial project for spreading knowledge throughout the universe. Because without that knowledge, I mean, what do you have? You have nothing. And I'm like, what knowledge are you even talking about? Just right. the knowledge that there's more knowledge out there. Like it's it's very loose and weird. Yeah. Uh, Childress says it'll help us get into space. And I'm like, we've already been into space. Yeah, Again. I think I think he means be a spacefaring fuck, right. you know, galactic daddy shit. That's fine. Uh, but that's how it ends the episode. And I'm like, great, I learned. Nothing. Nothing about the key. I truly learned nothing about the keyhole shape. Yeah. Other than that it's very prevalent. And it could be anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want people to unlock my sexuality because yeah. then I cannot go to all the uh, the polyamorous and the bi meetup groups <laughs> and, and I keep them guessing because if they think I'm straight, I can't fuck the guy. If right. I think... With the, the mask. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> you're but almost I want to go in Brooklyn. You're like, oh my God. But oh I want <laughs> Well, I'm mean, hanging out with the yeah, Rabbi Zadok yeah, too you much, know, you know? I, mean, he, I can't eat, I can't eat uh, beef, but I do like a pork Reuben or a pork, <laughs> a pork corned beef sandwich. Sometimes, you know, it's, See, it's a little see. more hammy, but. Yeah. Uh, and then he can't, so eat, he, and he can't eat the pork. So we tell each other, we correspond at these right. buy meetup groups <laughs> on Jeez. how each sandwich tastes yeah. to each other because we we like we're big fans yeah. of lunch. <laughs> I'm getting a little, yeah, I'm getting a little yeah. like yeah. <laughs> the Rolling Stones, yeah, the old uh, dwarves. Truly, the, never yeah. heard anyone talk like well, Praveen uh, Mohan specifically. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. The um, the next episode is. Season 16, episode four, Giants of the Mediterranean, which, spoiler alert, it's about my big fat big clackers in my in yeah. my pants. My Mediterranean. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> and and when, when, when Noah saw these clackers in the sky, he knew that they would raise the sea levels in his family because, because of these huge balls would be literally displaced. From the life-giving semen in the clackers, the water would be this place. Because as, as the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ said, I'm Jewish, but as I said, sperm and water don't mix. So never wash your balls. Space be with you. Cheese in a blender. Space <laughs> like, like a, a, a super lazy, lazy shitty sci-fi, sci-fi movie. movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, space be with you, friends. Spread it, spread it around. You know where we live, space. Right, right, right. Uh, thank you for listening to the show, subscribing to the show, telling your friends about the show. Thanks for heading over to Patreon.com/slash Engineering, where for five bucks a month or more, you get two exclusive podcasts every month. Uh, head over to Black Soul, Black Soul Supply, Black Hole Supply Company.com. For Probing Ancient Aliens merch, disc golf disc, and disc golf apparel, all with original artwork. Uh, make sure and uh, subscribe with your Twitch Prime account to our twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens channel. Follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens and on Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, be on the lookout. Maybe in the next couple months we'll have a 
Either they've got that episode or something that's also a little holiday special. little bonus podcast for you. And then, uh, uh, other than that, I'm going to go poop my lunch out. All right, bye. Bye.